0: I don't know a cyclist that's not trying to lose some weight even cyclists that are pretty close to peak form and are at five six percent body fat everyone in cycling is obsessed with losing weight today I want to talk to you about the calorie myth. let's cue the intro the big question is this how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health our happiness and our longevity that is the question This podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman! I'm back for another Roadman Bites podcast. My vocal range is just so amazing. If only people loved to listen to me sing as much as I love to sing, I'd be rich and famous. Roman, thank you for tuning in again. Today, it's a topic I know is on the tip of everyone's tongue. It's nutrition and it's the calorie myth. And I'm going to give you one really simple nutritional change you can make, which is easy, easy, easy to do. And it has a huge profound effect. The problem I find with nutrition is people are militant. People have... You know, almost political like views with nutrition, where we're absolutely married to one nutritional viewpoint. And I don't know why nutrition elicits such an emotional response from people. I suppose it's because food is one of the things people derive a lot of pleasure from. So they're fiercely defensive of any information that challenges the way they behave at the moment. Hopefully, this information challenges you but challenges you in a way that you're open to adapting it and not just immediately dismiss it because it doesn't line up with your views because what I will say what you've done all along has got you to where you are now so if you're absolutely 100% happy with where you are now great you don't need to listen to the rest of this podcast or maybe you do to confirm that okay I was on the right road all along this message is for people who aren't 100% happy who still feel there's room for body composition changes still feel there's room to improve their energy to improve their power on the bike that's who this podcast is for and I would encourage you to jump on over to patreon.com forward slash anthony underscore walch. that's the way you can buy me a coffee you can buy me a pint you can tip the cap and say anthony thank you for coming day in day out with this podcast I'm deriving a lot of benefits from the awards you're bringing me or maybe you're deriving a marginal benefit really the question is are you deriving enough benefit to buy me a coffee to say thanks and for me that really keeps this show on the road so i do thank you for your kindness and your generosity i've called this podcast the calorie myth because i think that's what it is we're under the assumption that calories are created equally when they're not and we have apps like my fitness pal where we look to measure things like calorie calories in for a day and by not having calories weighted like for example 10 calories of carrots is the same as 10 calories of chocolate a thousand calories of ice cream is the same as a thousand calories of steak now immediately when you're listening to this you will go "Oh, well, that doesn't sound right but that's the the basic premise for how apps like my fitness Pal work and how a lot of us have been looking at nutrition so if you're looking to lose weight a lot of people count their calories and then have some sort of caloric restriction where they i'm I'm taking in 2500 at the moment and i'm at 80 kilograms now i'm gonna move back to 2200 and over a period of weeks hopefully my weight comes down from 80 kilograms down to 78 kilograms that's the underlying assumption most of us go with but folks a calorie is just a number it's a completely arbitrary value to measure the amount of energy in a food the number itself is meaningless. We need to think about the food and what effect that has. What message does that food send to the brain? So I want you to think for a second about a 2000 calorie day. And we're going to contrast two different types of 2000 calorie days. So first we wake up in the morning and we have porridge with honey and maybe a glass of orange juice and a croissant. And then at lunch we have some, we have a pasta bake and, And you know, for a snack later on the day, we might have a bar of chocolate. Then we come home for dinner, and we have you know spuds, a big normal potato dinner, with some beans and I don't know a bit of meat. So we'll say that portions portions are whatever they are to the point that it adds up to a 2000 calorie day now we contrast that day with a different 2000 calorie day where you wake up in the morning and instead of the porridge orange juice croissant breakfast you have a scrambled egg smoked salmon avocado breakfast then at lunch you have fish and salad and at dinner you might have a sweet potato with a steak and some vegetables so both 2000 calorie days we're going to say for the sake of this but the signals from the first example i gave the high carb day they're actually preventing your body from burning fat because what they're doing is your body's being forced to release insulin in response to the carbs and insulin blocks the fat burning capabilities of your body insulin turns off those fat burning systems so we have the exact same calories split up on different macronutrient distributions and in example a it, it, it's turned off there's no fat burning capability but with the different macro uh setup in the second day that i gave an example of we have the fat burning turned on insulin is not present so fat as a fuel source is possible so that is food for thought if you're looking to block your fat burning pathway you need to be going with example a and that high carbohydrate day which i suspect a lot of us are doing But I suspect not a lot of us are looking to block our fat burning pathway. If you're looking to utilize fat as a fuel source and start shaving off body fat, getting a little bit leaner and have a slower energy release, you need to start gravitating towards the second example I gave of a day where your macronutrient composition is fats and protein as your two main fuel sources and not carbohydrates. So calories should not be their focus for you you should focus on the quality of the food you're eating. And in particular, you should focus on the carb content so as not to block those fat burning capabilities. So I hope this short podcast has got you to challenge a little bit of your thinking. And one of the overarching goals I have for this podcast is for you to be a little bit more mindful of everything you're doing, mindful when you go out the door as to what training sessions you're doing and why and the response you get from them, mindful when you're putting stuff on your plate as to why you're eating it and what response your body's going to get for it, did it switch on insulin, did it turn off insulin, is this allowing me to burn more fat, is this blocking my ability to burn fat, it's an overarching goal I have, and today's podcast was just to get you to be a little bit more mindful around your diet, so next time you're shoveling something into your mouth, just think to yourself, is this switching on my fat burning, or is this switching off my fat burning? Is this in, Is this lined up with my goals around body composition, or is this working against me? Now, it's definitely worth going back and listening to the podcast last Wednesday where I interview... Uh, ex-world horror ex-BMC nutritionist Barry Murray Barry has a fascinating insight on diet and he's one of the world leading experts on diet body composition sustainable energy definitely worth listening to it's a fascinating podcast this is one of the tippets that I took from that and it's something that's been very powerful and transformative for a lot of clients that I'm working with hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'm going to chat to you tomorrow enjoy your day and be safe out there